And that balance is making sure that your cells start getting the right amount of nutrients and making sure that your body is able to get rid of the toxins easily and efficiently that are storing in the cells. And that's a very empowering thing, I believe, is when you understand that you are in control of your health, you are not a victim of your body, you're not a victim of faulty genes, which I discussed in yesterday's episode. We're kind of taught that we, we have gene mutations now. That's a big thing. And they, now they sell, sell, sell us all this DNA testing and gene testing. And, and then they tell us, wow, you have like 10 gene mutations. And they, they could all lead to this and that and this and that. And you don't absorb B vitamins. And you don't convert folic acid. And you don't, you know, and you're destined to have migraines and, and celiac disease. And so what I know now is that's just more marketing stuff we're being sold by the medical communities and by these testing facilities, they all profit off of, 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 they all profit off of us not knowing anything about what they're doing. When we don't know anything about what they're doing, they win, they make a lot of money. But when you start to learn what they're doing and what this is all about, they don't, they really, they can't make much money because you, you understand it's not about gene mutations. It's just about doing something to make your body stronger. So I like to say don't own a disease. Don't tell everybody you have a disease. Don't talk about a disease. Why don't you just instead start working on what you can do about that disease? What can you do to make your body stronger, to enhance your immune system, to get more nutrients into the cells so that the toxins can get out of the cells? That's what I would ask. And, you know, I have very strong beliefs about medications, um, do I believe they're all terrible and, and going to destroy our lives forever? No. But the way I, I will say that in my house, living with an 18-year-old and a 12-year-old and my husband and two dogs, we don't have one single medication in our house and we never have. We don't even have aspirin in our house, believe it or not. Um, so can you live without medication and be healthy and happy? 100%. Uh, do I think medications can serve a purpose in an emergency situation? For sure. Uh, I'm not really an extremist, believe it or not. I, I don't believe it's it's always black and white. But I do know that any taking any medication for any period of time will only cause more disease in the body. Unfortunately, that's why that's what they call side effects when you see the drug commercials. And I have to laugh because anybody that watches a drug commercial and, and you see all the side effects that pop up, on the commercial, and I can't imagine anybody going into their doctor's office saying that they want that drug. I mean, some of the side effects of these drugs is death, blindness, uh, I mean, you know, liver failure, cancer. It's insane. Uh, and those, by the way, aren't side effects. They're actually just more, it's just, it's just more disease that those drugs are contributing to. Uh, they call them, side effects is a very, very polite way of saying more diseases. Uh, so it's very interesting. Uh, so what I want to talk about now is if you're, if you're not going to own a disease, and you know, so you might be thinking, okay, well, so what do I say? They told me I have diabetes, then what do I say? I say, you've got a lot of healing work to do in your immune system because your body isn't metabolizing sugar. Your hormonal system needs a lot of help because that's usually what's out of whack when you have uh, diabetes. 
And that's just one of the systems. And so I, I would give you uh, a step-by-step -step game plan to start healing your body. That's always the first place to start. Uh, does it happen overnight? Not, no, but, but believe it or not, healing does happen pretty quickly uh, for most people. In fact, it happens so fast that actually people don't believe it's, it's happening as fast as it is. But the body really does recover pretty quickly from, from even the most serious illnesses once it starts getting what it needs and wants. What I love about he the healing process is that healing is always possible when you, when you understand how our cells replace. So if you think about the body like this, like I, again I mentioned yesterday in, in episode one, the body is just a collection of cells, hundreds of trillions of cells. And again, they don't know exactly how much. It's impossible to count how many cells are in the body. So if the body is just a collection of cells, just think about how fast cells turn over and replace. Now, the beautiful thing about our cells is they can replace into healthier cells or they can replace into unhealthier cells. That's, that's happening all the time in our body. That's like when we get sick or when we stay well. When we stay well, our cells are replacing into healthy cells. When we get sick, our cells are replacing into unhealthy cells. It's that simple. So if you know where the cells replace, I mean, just obviously we all understand that because all you have to do is cut your finger. And when you watch the skin repair and close up that cut, you see in live action how the body repairs. You can see it with your own eyes. The only problem is, we don't understand or see with our own eyes what's happening internally most of the time. We don't see how our cells are healing on the inside. I wish we could. I often say to clients, I wish you had a camera that you could see inside your body. And if you could, you wouldn't treat it so badly. You would be a lot nicer to your body if you could see all the work that's always going on internally with a, with a camera. Uh, the body's always trying to repair for us. So an example is how fast cells turn over. I, I, I love this process because if you take out 75% of the liver, the liver will regenerate. And I, I don't know if everyone knows this. I, I remember learning this at, when I was really young. And for some reason, it always kind of stuck with me. I thought it was fascinating. But I, I do talk to a lot of people that don't know this. And some people do. But yeah, if you, if you cut out 75% of the liver, 25, and you're left with only 25%, the 75% will go back. And that's in, in fascinating. And it should be very, give you a lot of optimism as far as how, how it's always possible to heal the body. Now, if we keep doing the same things that caused us to get sick, well, no, that's true. The body will not replace healthier cells. Think about the doctor who tells the patient you're never going to get better. I've never seen it. That is true. He's never seen it because those people aren't coming into his office because they're doing the same things that cause them to get sick over and over and over, and they're going to keep doing those things. So he's right. They're not going to get better, right? Now, if you, if, if you talk to the people I talk to who do completely different things and they do the things they need to do to get better, they do get better. So those are the people that do see their bodies heal. So here's a few examples of how quickly the cells replace. Uh, if you look at skin cells, um, well, let's start with stomach cells. Our stomach cells actually replace every two to nine days. 
That's why if you get like a stomach flu and you feel like you're dying, which a lot of people have had terrible stomach flus and they feel like they're dying, uh, you know, generally that's two to six. Sometimes they go on for a while. But they're generally going to feel pretty good back to normal within seven days. And that's about right because stomach cells turn over at a rate of two to nine days. Now, they stomach has to be very, very easily repairable because our stomach is where we take in nutrients. Our stomach is doing all the work for our body all the time. And so it's a good thing that our stomach cells turn over very quickly. And two to nine days is pretty fast. Uh, now, lung cells, and there's different cells in the lungs, but the alveoli, I'm sorry, alveoli cells in the lungs turn over every eight days. Again, think of when you've had, you know, bronchitis or cough or... And it takes a little while for that to go away. And for me, it used to take months for those coughs to go away because my lungs were so weak. Uh, but it's about every eight days as the lung cells turn over. Our platelet cells every 10 days. Our skin cells turn over every 10 to 30 days. Our fat cells don't turn over very quickly at all. Does that make sense for a lot of people who feel like, wow, I've got all this stubborn fat. I just can't, I just can't get rid of it. These, this fat just hangs around no matter what I do. Well, fat cells are pretty stubborn. And the reason fat cells are stubborn is because they're, they are like a protective mechanism for us. You know, through, t through history, our, our fat cells are actually designed to protect us. And actually, we store a lot of toxins in our fat cells. And the fat cells kind of protect our, the rest of our body from the toxins by taking those toxins and storing them in the fat cells. So fat cells actually turn over every eight years. Now, they used to think the heart cells, cells in our heart didn't, once, they used to believe once you damage your heart from a heart attack or some sort of stress on your heart, um, or you've done a lot of damage to your heart over the years, they used to believe your heart did not repair. Actually, they now know that is not true. Your heart cells do replace, and they don't, and they don't replace super fast, but they do replace up to 30% of your heart cells replace each year. So that's why people can recover from heart attacks. That's why people who have heart failure can actually rebuild the heart muscle. It's fascinating. And it goes on and on. And I actually have I actually have a whole chart that I give clients on how quickly cells replace and turn over. So I feel like that's that gives that should give anybody a lot of hope when it comes to healing. So just think about how quickly all of our different cells replace. So different cells are brain cells, our bone cells, our liver cells. I mean, it goes on and on and on. We have cells in every single part of our body, and they all replace at different rates. So again, if we know that, you must believe or understand that all healing is possible. All healing is possible from a scientific point of view, from a scientific perspective. This is all factual information that has been studied over and over, and they're still always learning new things. Our cells replace and repair and regenerate 
all our cells replace, repair, and regenerate at different rates. So when you, when you understand the different rates that cells repair, you can understand why you have the power to heal your body. What you are told you have today as a disease is not your destiny. It's only your destiny if you believe there's nothing you can do about it. It's only your destiny if you choose not to do anything differently about it. That's, that's the only time it's your destiny is if you believe what you've been told or you believe there's nothing you can do. And belief is powerful. Belief is everything. I mean, we all live our lives based on our own beliefs. We all live our lives based on our own perception. Somebody, two people will look at the very same thing in very different ways. And perception is fascinating and powerful. And so is so are beliefs. I mean, just look at President Trump. I don't ever remember a more polarizing president ever. I really don't. Even Obama was pretty controversial, but I don't remember a more polarizing president than Trump. I mean, you have people that are very, very, very adamant for one way of believing about him and people that are very adamant in believing a whole nother way about him. As much as people adamantly believe in him and love him, you have the same passion on the other side who will do anything. They feel like they're in a bad dream. So these are powerful beliefs, and this goes for every aspect of our life. But when it comes to healing, belief is everything. If you first believe that healing is possible, that's the first step. If you're willing to believe that your body has the capability to heal every single cell, and not only just heal it, but replace it with a healthier cell, an even healthier cell than before. This is why people often... When I work with them, I go. I ask them, when's the last time you felt good? When's the last time you ever, you remember feeling good? And they generally, you know, I get all sorts of different answers, but people will say, you know, it's been 20 years since I think I felt good or 15 years. And some people, it's only been five years or two years. And I'll say now, and then what I generally say is, I bet you think you felt good. <laughs> And we don't, we don't know how good or bad we feel until, unless we have a reference, right? Like a, you don't know how good you feel until you feel really bad. And you don't know how bad you feel until you feel really good. Like you don't, you don't necessarily know. So what I say to people is you think you felt really good the last time you felt good, but I'm going to tell you something. What if I were to, what if there's a possibility that when you go through this healing process and you learn how to really treat your body, you feel better than you've ever felt in your life. What if that's a possibility? That you literally feel better than you've ever felt. You feel better than you felt when you were 5, 10, 20 years old. What if that's a possibility for you? Isn't that exciting to think about? Because that is what happens for many, many, many people. When they learn how to heal their body and build up their immune system and become healthy they actually start feeling better than they've ever felt in their life, better than they could ever remember feeling. And that's amazing, especially because when I'm working with somebody, they're, general, they're obviously the oldest they've ever been, even if it's only 20 years old or 30 years old. And the average age of the person I work with is generally in their 30s. You might think it'd be somebody in their 60s, 70s, or 80s, and it's not, but it's... So I would just say... Imagine 
the possibility of feeling better than you've ever felt in your life. It's not a pipe dream and it's not fiction. It's all possible. So I want to leave you with this for today's episode. Try to not own a disease if you've been told you have one. Try to stop saying out loud to anybody you know that you have a disease. Because people love talking about all their diseases, you know, especially the older people get and they're on all their medications. And if you've ever gone out to dinner, I live in Florida, so, you know, there's a lot of elderly people here. And you go out to dinner and you'll overhear conversations about everybody talking about all the pills they're on and they get out all their pills at dinner, you know, their daily pills, and they t- start taking them with their meal. And um, they'll, they'll share stories of their different doctor's appointments and diagnoses and it's you know, everybody's owning their disease. It's like almost like they have nothing else to talk about. I don't, I want to say there's other ways to live and there's other ways to, to, to feel and there's other ways to look at your health. So I just give you a slight homework assignment, which would be don't talk about your disease to anybody out loud. Don't engage in the conversation if somebody wants to start talking about their disease. Don't even say anything about your own. Start looking at whatever's going on with you from this moment forward as symptoms caused by a body that's out of balance, caused by a body that's been nutritionally deficient, and caused by toxins built up in the cells. Once you start learning how to get the nutrients coming into the cells and the toxins out, you're going to be able to start getting rid of all these symptoms. You'll not be able to tell anybody you have a disease anymore. That's what I would start imagining and believing and focusing on. And if you have any questions, you're, feel free to reach out. My website will be up shortly, theelevatedlifepodcast.com. I look forward to hearing how this episode has helped you. Please feel free to email me and give me feedback. And um, I look forward to episode number three tomorrow. Uh, And until then, here's to living your elevated life. Take care. Bye-bye.